Welcome to the Studio Spares Lockdown Podcast, in which we talk to professionals in different parts of the music and audio industries about the effects of the virus and lockdown. And importantly, we also take a look at the future and think about post-lockdown and what it means to musicians, voiceover artists, agencies, venues, and other parts of our industry. Uh, now, this episode really is for the gigging musician. Brett Hume and Kim Nan are the owners of the Oddfellows Arms, which is a brilliant music venue in the Hertfordshire village of Apsley, close to Hemel Hempstead. And I'm really pleased to have Brett here today. So welcome, Brett. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How, all right, Dave, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Enjoying the sun, mate. Yeah, yeah, getting out as much as I can. Oh, that's what Glad the golf's open. <laughs> so, um, Brett, listen, firstly, thank you so much for, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, I know this has been an amazingly tough time uh, for pubs and all sorts of mu- uh, music venues around the UK as well as around the world. So uh, let's just start and maybe you could tell us a bit more about the Oddfellows uh, in, in particular and uh, exactly what the pub is about. Well, uh, basically, we, we come into the pub um, in 2011. Um, it was basically, I mean, I was a bricklayer before. I'd never been, I was always been a musician for years, but um, I was a bricklayer before and I just needed a change. Um, um, the reason we got the pub was um, uh, there used to be a couple of venues in Hemel Hempstead. Uh, uh, one was um, Snooks and the other one was uh, the Heath Park. Well, and I used to have yeah, great, great venues, brilliant. Yeah. You played there, I played there. They were great venues, great atmospheres. And there just wasn't anything like that in Hemel. And um, so I wanted to do something different because I was enough, had enough of building. Uh, my partner, Kim, she, she backed me and said, let's go for it. Let's, let's see, what, see what's out there. And the day we said that, this pub had been on the market for a day and a half. And we went in and we had the interviews and we got the pub and then... We just built it up gradually uh, from then on, really. Um, yeah, listen, and you've done an amazing job, absolutely amazing job. I mean, I still pop along uh, as and when I can, and uh, I know so many local musicians. Well, I say local musicians from all over Hertfordshire that play uh, at the odds, and it's it's really on the music map now. Is is just one of the places you have to play. What's the what's the capacity there? How many can you uh, hold? Um, it's one hundred and fifty. Uh, our capacity is 150. Uh, when we do, uh, our, we usually have a festival in uh, August, which uh, because we're having some in the garden, well, we can go to 250. Right. Um, it'd be nice to be a bigger venue because sometimes it needs it, <laughs> but uh, uh, but sometimes uh, um, it can be that uh, it's just the right size. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a, it's a really warm warm feeling absolutely in a small room you know uh, and some, some fantastic bands uh, well we're privileged to have so many fantastic bands come in uh, it's just uh, i just love it it's, it's great fun and uh, how many nights a week on on average do you have music there well um we started off um having um friday night saturday afternoon and sunday afternoon um and we didn't have saturday night um, and that, that was basically because uh, um, years ago when he- the Heath Park was going, um, I took a model from that really, that um, there was, it was, it was a really busy, busy place on a Saturday afternoon. Um, 
and loads of musicians I played with and spoke to always said they'd want they'd love to have a venue that done it done the Heath Park thing again you know yeah. so we started to do it from two we used to do the music from two um, but we've done it for three months uh, no six months we've done it for six months and it just wouldn't take off at all um, mm. on the Saturday afternoon thing and we didn't get much support from to be honest we didn't get much support from from many people um, and it was it was it was a real shame because we was actually about the only venue in a 30 mile radius that was doing Saturday afternoon music maybe it should have been advertised a little bit better I don't know mm. but so we ended up putting it to Saturday night so now we do Saturday night got Friday night Saturday night Sunday afternoon and then uh, we run an open mic on a Tuesday yeah because I mean the uh, the open mic night's brilliant I mean you there's not many pub stroke music venues that, that you know pull pull the crowd that you do on a Tuesday night it's brilliant it's really good and you've got yeah, some yeah. great acts on as well yeah yeah we're, we're, we're very lucky we have some we have some brilliant people come down um, we're you know we, we've had some people come up and play yeah. Including yourself, Brett. I mean, you, you and the band. <laughs> great. So, yeah. It, uh, and the house band, uh, you, you always have a, a good bunch of players in there. That yeah, yeah, brilliant, yeah. You come down and sing, you can just get up with the house band, really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're great musicians. They've got Mickey Groom on the bass. I mean, he's been about everywhere, and he, Mickey, bless him, love him to death. How long have you how do you find artists? Do they come to you? I mean, do you put the word out you play? Do, you, do they just turn up? Or I mean, how do you find them? Um, well, first of all, um, when we when we first did it, we had, we was in, in a date. I mean, I put the put the word out on on um, social media. Um, we was taking it over. The pub used to have music on a Friday night, and that was about it, really. Right. Uh, they might have a disco on a Saturday night sometimes, but that was all that all the music that was here. Um, uh, until we expanded it, obviously. Um, but I put the word out amongst, amongst sort of all my friends, local musicians, and through Facebook. And we had was inundated with people. Um, and basically, I said to the, the, the bands that I didn't know and wasn't highly recommended to by someone that I know that would go, Yeah, they're good, and I know their opinion would be good. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, well, I'd, I'd say to them, look, come down on an open mic on a Tuesday. Just get up and do. It. I mean, even if you, if you what your guitarist comes down with your singer, yeah. like, that'd be fine. I, I can probably tell from that uh, that, that you'll be that, what we're looking for. You know, right. I'll, I'll I'll do my best, and I'll come down and sing a song for you, Brett, so you can get me. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You passed the audition. Right, yeah, you passed the audition when you stood in the other week. Oh, that's it. Right. <laughs> so look. Just to get serious for a second, I mean, pubs and bars and so forth have been closed, as we record this, have been closed since, uh, I think, March 20th. Well, it's about yeah, 10. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, it's about 10 weeks now, and which has been very tough, of course, for everybody. But specifically, what has it meant for your business and, and your staff? I mean, how have you um, hoped with it? Well, we, we've got five five regular staff, Um uh, we've, we've had to uh, put them, obviously furloughed them um, with the government. Um, I had to furlough myself. I furloughed m uh, myself. Um, uh, What's your doing? I mean, you're, you're, you're knackered, really. There's nothing you can do, is there, really? No, no, exactly. We, we, uh, we, we could have gone down the road of, uh, of take, doing takeaways and stuff like that, but there's a pub down the road doing that. 
to be honest, it'd be, it'd be more hassle than it was worth, you know. Someone's standing there for four hours or so, like, you know, in a window or something. But you've either got to do it yourself or you've got to pay them, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's – it, and I wanted – the pub needed a little bit of a refurb anyway. I needed to do the gents' toilets. Yeah. Um, so we've, I've got on, we've got on with that. Um, me and Kim have been in here painting. And, and, I, and I know you've been a bit active musically as well, haven't you? You've been doing uh, some sort of face, uh, Facebook performances on a yeah, yeah. collective open mic night with some of the other venues in the area. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I've been doing uh, every Tuesday. I put out a video um, just to carry, just as a, as a little sort of token to carry on our open mic thing every Tuesday, just to keep it in there. You know, just keep it. And anyone's been loving that. I've been getting some great, you know, quite a few. Uh, um, views on it and stuff like that you know and been to sort of 500 views something like that which is okay you know um from the people from the people my friends and stuff um and then uh, marcus lazarus uh got in contact with us and said uh uh do you fancy doing a, a joint thing uh, which is uh, um the we end up calling it the odd horny goat <laughs> because it's the odd fella's arms uh the horns in watford and the goat in burkhamsted so we call it the odd horny goat um, and it's been brilliant. It's it's such good fun. I I played on it about three or four four or five times now. Um, uh, the weeks so I didn't play on it, I actually watched it. I put my headphones on, got a couple of beers, the brandy, sat there and watched it and flicked through it. And, that, and with the headphones on, it was just like being at an open mic. It was it's such good fun to do. You know what I mean? It, and it's great fun to do. Very weird playing to a computer. Yeah, yeah. I've done a bit of it myself lately, and. Um... Yeah, um, I see you done a bass thing, didn't you? On, on that. Yeah, it, it's it is difficult. It's a it's a it's a, it's a new sort of uh, um, discipline in a sense because you've got to try and keep up about it. You've got to remember that people are looking at you and uh, and want to see your performance as well as hear one. So it, it is difficult, or I found it difficult. But hey, I'm a bass player. What what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so. In your opinion, I mean, I'm sure you're in contact with other landlords and you know, other owners. You know, how do you think the lockdown has affected you know pubs and your industry? And do you think there is going to be many closures on the other side of this, especially where music is concerned, music pubs, music venues? I, I think I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be difficult at first coming out of it. Um, Basically, because it's with the size of our venue uh, and a lot of other venues are not massive, um, they're pub venues, you know. And to do social distancing is going to be so difficult because you can do social distancing, but then that means you can't get enough people in to warrant paying a band. So yeah. it's a catch 22 uh, uh, sort of situation, really. Um, so I think, sort of like. Um, live bands and stuff like that will have to wait you'll have to lo open first see how the landlines with everything and then gradually introduce um I, I think what it'd probably be is probably uh solo acts and duos and stuff like that first of all yeah um so people can so sit down and socially distance that the band's not going to cost as much as a full band yeah uh, do, do you know what i mean to sort of yeah, just, just introduce it again and I know you and I have discussed this, and I called you a little while ago and made you an offer. Um, my, my personal view, and I know not all musicians will agree with me, uh, is that 
you know, I think it's as much about, you know, the band's and the musician's responsibility as it is yours. So I yeah. know I've come to you and said, listen, I'll bring my band in. Yeah, much appreciated, mate, much appreciated. No, no, listen, I'm, we are really happy to do it because we feel that we can at least you know, offer that uh, in, into a venue, which will hopefully help you, or hopefully, yeah. hopefully bring a, cr a bit of a crowd in, um, or whatever social distancing will allow in your particular venue. Exactly that, yeah. <laughs> it also, it'll, it'll get the vibe going again. So I think it's, it's, it's as much as down to the performers as it is down to, to the venues. Um, uh, that's my personal view. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I would also make that available to the goat and the horns in Watford as well. Uh, we're really happy to do that. So I, I do wonder if that's something musicians should think about to a point. To be honest, I've, I've had uh, three offers of that now, um, which is great. Um, we had uh, a band called the Bulldogs or something like that. Yeah. Um, they said they'd do it. Uh, it's a guy from Damo and the Dynamites. Right. Um, that he said he, he said he'd do he'd do a um, a free gig. Well, that's great. I think that's that's a, there's a sense of community when that sort of thing happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, brilliant. So that's one side of it. So uh, let's assume that we can get the the band or the the act into 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 the pub now. I suppose the next point is the audience is coming in. You, you know, uh, who are people going to come in and want to watch bands? Um, you know, early yeah. on. And what's your view? I suspect. Obviously, there's going to be a, a fear factor uh, for a while, and there's going to be some sense of trepidation going back into public areas, and especially small areas like pubs and restaurants. What's your take on that? How do you think that's going to build? Well, uh, I think I think you'll have a, you'll have a hardcore of fans that are just absolutely gagging. Yeah. To, to come and watch live music and they won't care whether they're socially distancing uh, to be honest a lot of pub people are saying we, you know we don't really care whether we just want to get back to the pub we want to see live music right. i've heard it from so many people through facebook and stuff like that can't wait to get back in there you know um us as a venue um what we can do is is basically I think I think we've got to work with an audience. We've got to work with the people that come in, and the people that come in have got to work with us, right. um, because there's no way we we can start employing loads of other staff to to babysit people to make sure they're there. Yeah, they're socially distancing. If you see what I if yeah. you see, even though it's important that they do um, as much as possible, um, you, you can't. You can't babysit people. Um, I suppose the argument is always as well that the more people drink, the less dis distancing that will go on. You know, exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. Confident. So yeah, you're right. It, it's and it's not necessarily down. Well, morally speaking, it's not necessarily down to the to, to the, the the owners of the, the the establishment to police. You know, people have to be responsible themselves. I would guess. I mean, is yeah. Have you it's got to be a 50 50 thing thing i think yeah 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 is, is there anything that um physically within within the uh, the pub that you can do you believe to make things safer or to assure the audience or reassure the audience that you're making you know some effort to to uh, to uh make as possible yeah i mean uh, we're putting hand sanitizers um on the door as you come in um there'll be hand sanitizer in the toilets um uh, we'll have staff um, cleaning more often. But, uh, it's so hard. But when you're playing pool, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you, I mean, you can socially distance playing, but people are picking up the cues, people are touching the balls. Yeah. You can't sanitise the balls every every game, you know? And the other thing, consideration as well, is something I was thinking about uh, earlier today, is musicians themselves. You know, uh, studio space, one, one of the things we, we, you know, we, we did early on is we had various sanitisation uh, uh, kits for, for mics and we put some cleaning uh, tutorials up on our, uh, on our blog and everything. So, and, and in fairness, musicians should be doing that, but rarely have I met anybody other than, um, you know, a couple of people around me. I know I will always, always only take and use my own microphone. That's always been the case. That's, and I've yeah. got 58 beta that I will, and I will only use that. And even if I turn up to a gig and there's a mic there, with respect, I'll unplug it, put it down, put mine on, and, and make sure that mic goes back to the front yeah. hand or to, to the owner and say, sorry, guys. But I've always done that. That's because I'm a fussy old git. But um, I know, especially things like open mic night, I mean, how you've got this, you, multiple singers working on, you know, one or two microphones. Yeah. So, you know, those things, I suppose, are, are also a consideration. But then you can encourage you know, musicians to actually do the right thing and maybe bring their own 58 or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, it, even before the lockdown, we was, uh, like, the last last two or three uh, open mics, uh, we was using, I was using a wipe right. on the microphone, but, I mean, you can only, you could spray loads of stuff in it, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you can't do that. There's the stand, there's the holding, there's all these different things that... Yeah do so they're, they're all considerations um you know one of the things we, uh, we we've talked about and considered is, is having um you know some kind of disc uh, um, uh clear uh plastic or some description that could be popped on around the mic so any <laughs> any uh, spit or saliva doesn't spray out or at least gets caught by this uh you know uh, by this disc um yeah i think things like that uh, could could help yeah yeah, with a little clamp on. If it, I mean, if it clamped to the, uh, to behind the mic, even, yeah. so it didn't go onto the audience, or even if if you've done it in front of the mic. I know there was talk about using uh, like Clearsonic uh, products that are usually used around drum kits at the front of the stage, actually to to totally separate and then everything go through the front house, which is fine in in venues. I think. I mean, you could probably do it in yours actually because you have decent PA in place. Um, but I think uh, in smaller pubs where they're just turning up with their own speakers and everything else, I suppose that's not going to be. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be difficult to do. Yeah, I mean, we, the, the, the PA it goes in front of in front of the stage. We yeah. did we did toy with the idea of like having a band but having a plastic sheet, but then yeah. the bands won't be socially distancing because the stages are big enough to socially distance. Who cares about the bands? Uh, we're tough we're tough we can we can handle it <laughs> um i suppose uh, uh finally I, um i mean do you have any sort of idea i mean I'm, listen as uh, i think that um as we record this there was a couple of announcements about bars opening and uh, and that's starting to happen in the next uh, few weeks but i mean do you have any idea or any feeling that uh, of when you hope to open again uh well the, the thing is uh, the 4th of july but uh to be honest i don't i don't think pubs will be ready until at least the middle of july beginning of august especially pubs like ourselves um uh, if they said we could open on the 4th of july i would probably open the week after right um i don't think i'd open on the straight away um just want to see how it goes with everybody else uh, 
Yeah, I, I think I think I took because I know straight away that that bands would want to be playing. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I think I think I probably have to put the bands off up for a middle of August, and then maybe try and then start filtering them back in again. Yeah. Okay. Um, Makes but, sense. Uh, to, to to open, I would say middle middle of July, beginning of August. Okay. It, government allowing that, I suppose. I suppose yeah. Brilliant. Well, look, I hope it comes soon, and I hope the pub is packed out again like the old days. Yeah. Get back to normal wherever possible. Of course, I hope to be playing at, the, the, at your uh, your stab. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to that. Thank you so much for uh, um, spending some time with us this afternoon. Pleasure, Brett. mate. Uh, really appreciate it, and I wish you all the luck, you and, and Kim, all the, all the luck in the world for uh, uh, for the odds moving forward. And and yourself, mate, and yourself. I need, I'll have to get hold of you as well. I need some mic, I need some recording stuff for doing this uh, open mic stuff. Any time, you know, we'll always look after you. Yeah, you have to need to give get a bit of advice from you. So I know no, you're the man, <laughs> Dave. Thanks, always a pleasure, Thank mate. You.